0: This is a companion podcast to my Fox Nation special, Riddle, the search for James R. Hoffa. Be sure to go to foxnation.com to watch the whole show. And now, Riddle, the podcast. for the next 30 minutes, you will hear from Ed Barnes. Ed is a former Fox News producer. He worked with me on our Hoffa investigation. He was a noted Time Magazine correspondent for decades who also was an organized crime investigator for New York State. He probed unions, the mob, and guess what? As it turned out, Frank Sharon. He has a new motive for Hoffa's killing and where he says Hoffa's body was dumped. But first, let me get you quickly up to speed. Jimmy Hoffa, he disappeared on July 30th, 1975 from the parking lot of the Mockus Red Fox restaurant in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. It was believed he was headed to a meeting with Detroit mob boss Anthony Tony Jack Giacalone, a New Jersey Genovese captain and Teamster official Tony Tony Pro Provenzano. Well, in 2001, Buffalino crime family member and Teamster official Frank Sheeran, an admitted mafia killer, he told me he shot Hoffa in a house in Detroit. I met him as part of his proposed biography, which became the book, I Heard You Paint Houses. In 2004, we went to that house. We pulled up the tiles on the hardwood floor, and we actually found blood. The pattern fits Sheeran's story precisely. The greatest amount of the possible evidence was in front of the foyer closet door, where Sheeran says Hoffa hit his head on the floor. Seven drops went down the hallway to the kitchen, where Sheeran says Hoffa's body was dragged out by two accomplices and was cremated. The FBI did find blood. They said one drop was inconclusive in terms of a DNA match. Another one was to an unknown male. There was no match to Hoffa, which is why I am calling on the government to release all of the Hoffa FBI investigation files fully now. Let the Hoffa family and the American public know what's been secret for so long and that we have been denied knowing and retest the blood evidence we found using the latest DNA technology. Now here is Ed Barnes. Ed Barnes, thank you, Ed. Good to see you. You're welcome. Good to see you. Should the Hoffa files be fully released? At this point,
1: yes. There's there's actually nothing left to hide. There's hardly any crime that's uh, that, that that you can find. There's only one crime left, and that's murder. Um, and most of the people that we suspect were involved in the murder are dead. So. Right now releasing the files would clear up the historical record answer a lot of questions that, that that have lingered around and and maybe you know allow the FBI to stop digging up farmhouses in in <laughs> Michigan when <laughs> when somebody else says they
0: have a clue and I also guess that the informants are presumably dead we don't know who they all are no but by and large they're yeah they're not they're not they're not they're
1: they, if they're not dead they're over hundred years old and so all right they yeah. they're almost there there's or only one guy still living and and uh, it's Andretta, Tommy.
0: Oh, and, uh, Chucky e. O'Brien's suspect
1: also, and, and Chucky e. O'Brien. Yeah. Um, so you're right. There's yeah. There's two people that are still. I mean, they they may have to react and solve the 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 the, the record uh, with what comes out. whether they're either clearing their name or
0: basically, um, you know, saying um, there's more to it than that. Why don't they like give him immunity? Could they do that? To murder? Yeah. And just say, look, to get the get the truth
1: out? You'd have a hard time giving somebody immunity to a murder. Okay. I mean, almost anything else you can probably get away with. But uh, the, the state is particularly loath to have anybody get away with murder. That's <laughs>
0: why we say that all the time. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yes, right. <sorry. laughs> now, let me go back way back uh, when we uh, got the case. Yeah. And uh, after I met Frank Sharon, one day I'm in the hallway here at Fox News. And I'm like, right. you know what, Ed, because you have a long history. Yeah. So detail some of your history in dealing with the mob, both covering it and also investigating it. Oh, Okay.
1: I, I started out young at the Patterson News in New Jersey, which was um, – I mean you wouldn't believe the influence the mob had. I can, I, I can tell you one, one story. Um, one day they gave me a story to do on loan sharking, and I went out as a reporter right. and uh, uh, came back into the newsroom and uh, looked at the, the reporter on my left – and he just looked up from his desk, right, and said, "Just squinted, said, did you find it?" And I said, "Yeah." And he just picked up his. He was a loan shark, working in the newsroom. <laughs> he so he picked up his. He just cleaned out his desk and walked out. We never heard from him again. Wow, that's how pervasive it was. Um, and I worked on the mafia stuff. My the biggest story I did is 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 the one that sort of is a the determinant in the in the. Um, of what happened in, in, in this case. I looked at Dr. Ro, um, August Giuliano, who is an orthopedic surgeon out of uh, Allendale, New Jersey. Uh, he was partners with Salvatore Berguglio in a, in a deal in Union City. Um, I wrote a story. Uh, this was after the Hoffa murder. But uh, when the story came out, uh, he was indicted. And uh, the um but he was also the front man that these guys were supposed
0: to have for the casino in Vegas, the fourteen acres that they were trying to buy. Let me stop you right there for a second. Yeah. Sabagulio, for anyone who's seen our uh, special on Fox Nation, uh, Riddle, the search for James R. Hoffa, Sabagulio is one of the original suspects. Some, like Damaldea believe that he is the shooter. We of course go through Frank Sheeran's claims in our program and uh uh, many feel that, well, uh, the reason that Hoffa was killed was because he wanted to regain the presidency of the Teamsters. But, Ed, you have something completely different. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear.
1: I mean, what we what we know, particularly once the, the stuff about Giuliano and Berguglio and, and another important hitman for the mob, Tommy Principe, uh, came out. We know in prison, Hoffa and Provenzano came to, in a fistfight. Mm-hmm. That was about it. And it was it was not about the presidency. Hoffa didn't mean much to, to Provenzano, who was on the East Coast in a different, different set of structure, the Teamster structure. So it was clearly there was money involved, real money. And it should, and, and Hoffa, Provenzano wanted this, the Central States Pension Fund, which was out of the, the central states and Midwest. Um, and he wanted Hoffa to make sure he got the money for his casino. Because if you look at the situation at that time, the St. Louis mob families had a casino. Chicago had the casino. I mean, there's a movie called Casino, <laughs> and that had become basically the 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 the, 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 the holy grail for for families. You, not only did you gamble, you can go out there dressed up. You can take your mistress. You can take your wife the next weekend. You could. I mean, it was unbelievable. Okay, so clearly, the the, the minute that you, you attach Giuliano. Uh, and and to the to the, to the to the Provenzano, that's the motive for the murder. It is opening up that land, right? And when I when I did that story on on Giuliano, he got indicted, so he's no longer he could function as a front man. And I'll tell you, you know, I was told by the FBI that that story also was the end of Briguglio. That they said, look, the minute your story came out, he didn't have clearance to do that extra building with Giuliano. So when he came home one night, he put his wallet on the desk, took off his rings, his watch, walked out, walked down Mulberry Street, and was
0: murdered there. And he knew it was coming. We the 1978 that murder unsolved. Uh, yeah. Frank Sharon claimed he did it, but it's still unsolved.
1: Uh-huh. He may uh, have done it. I all I know is is that he,
0: you know. The, yeah, I I know what the FBI says it was 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 the reason it happened. Can you explain uh, the way you reported this? The doctor, he's a regular doctor in New Jersey, right? And what does he do? What money does he have? How is how does he precisely work into this? Uh, you're saying the money went through him from the mob to buy land on the strip yes he was the front man all right you had
1: you had basically provenzano going to take the money from the central state's pension fund the teamsters provenzano could never get a gambling license in in, in las vegas but here he was he didn't even have to have much money in it i mean it would go through him but he's the front man he's the guy he's an orthopedic surgeon well respected from a little town in new jersey um and uh, and that they thought would clear the clear, clear the hurdles for them to to open the casino.
0: And, and this was to buy a casino or the land for
1: a casino. They on were going to build a casino. It was fourteen. It was the last fourteen plus acres on 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 the strip. Was it ever built that casino? No, because well, yeah, but he fell apart because okay. he couldn't be once he once he had the, he pleaded guilty to the the story okay. the, to the charges that I brought in the story. And that was then he was gone as a front man. Okay. And by that time, the heat from the Hoffa murder was was really you know.
0: Uh, once that nexus had been made, it ramped back up again. So your view is um, that it was not necessarily to regain the Teamsters. The no. reason Jimmy Hoffa was killed. No. It's a specific money issue. One deal mm-hmm. that that 14 acres on the strip. Right. That maybe Hoffa was going to block, and that could have led to the fistfight with Provenzano. Hoffa was clear he wasn't going to fund. I mean, he you
1: know he, why would he fund the team? He, they've got their pension funds in New York. You know why don't you use the 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 the, the you know, one of, the, one of the ones out of, out of the city. Don't uh, use the Midwest one. Yeah, the, but you're coming into the Midwest, and right now, Hoffa is – and that was the largest sum of cash at, at that point ever accumulated because all these trucking companies were paying the pensions in, but nobody was collecting. It was still new. So there, you, nobody even had tenure yet. So for 10 or 15 years, this this was just – a pile of cash, and it was, and, and the mob used it in in, in, in in a number of ways, mostly in the entertainment stuff. But but you know, the, the, I mean, I can name you know, yeah, there was so many bankruptcies, so many bad deals, so many that, uh, and it changed Hoffa in the early days. I think expected and demanded that the loans be repaid under Fitzsimmons. I, that that didn't
0: happen. It was he was playing golf, which which is another reason uh, the mob supposedly would have blocked Hoffa. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, if the there, were, if there the was
1: papers. an election, it, yeah. would they have been for Hoffa? No, I mean, would they have figured out a way to, to 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 make sure he didn't get the election? Yeah, I mean, again, there was a whole legal process going on at the time about his his pardon, whether it's whether it's valid, whether the the, stat, the, the, the agreement in the pardon not to run would would be valid. I mean, there was still you know ten years of of, of litigation and, and stuff to go. Before um, um, the, that, the election issue would come to a, a, a place – He would be a murder.
0: He was released, pardoned uh, by President Richard Nixon, but there was that stipulation that he'd not run for the Teamsters presidency right. until 1980 mm-hmm. when he would have been 70, right. I guess, something years old. Right. Um, so I knew of your history. Yeah. Uh, and we're covering mob stuff here at Fox News. Mm-hmm. And one day I go uh, to you, Ed, you ever hear of a guy named Frank Sharon? <laughs> and you go – is he a union guy? Is he, uh, let me see. Uh-huh. And what'd you bring in the next day? Well, I had a file on him. I, we, we kept <laughs> files on everything, so I had
1: a box of stuff that that had almost every. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we had like a report of interview tape, uh, papers, uh, police documents, and then you know the whole litany of of, 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 of newspaper clips. And and the Hofex memo. And the Hofex memo, memo. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that was one of the rarest things to get. I mean, nobody. You know, even the Detroit Free Pass have been trying for twenty years to get that thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was and that again of all the things we again talking about why and stuff um, that lays out the um, a lot of things, the brilliance of the crime, um, the the participants, um, and and why it really was never quite cracked. Um, why do you think it wasn't has not yet been solved by law enforcement? All right. Well, look, the only the only source they got is Picardo, right? Little Ralphie, and he and he's talking what he gives up.
0: His scuttlebutt hearsay that he's heard them all, they're t- That's you know, Ralph they're, Ricardo in Trenton State Prison. Yeah, yeah. says that uh, the Andrettas or Steve Andretta told him that yeah. they were involved. Uh, right. Tommy Andretta, I want to add, has not responded to our request for an interview. Right. As a matter of fact, he's, yeah, he, he slammed the door in the face. So right, we're yeah, You heard, were out yeah. to, at his house yeah, 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 yeah. a number of years ago. and right. right. So, uh, Mr. Andretta, if you're listening, please call us. <laughs> you are, have an open invitation right. for a podcast or interview. Okay. So, yeah. anyway, you had... Uh, Sorry to interrupt you, but the, the, so it's a small.
1: So, so what it is, I mean, look, again, this is the, one of the reasons it is so tight and, and it's done by, by basically two sets of twins or brothers, not twins, two sets of brothers. So in order to flip, not only do you have to flip on Tony Prow, which may or may not be a problem. He was a psycho, but you
0: got to flip on your brother, right? Which is you know, not not done. Um, that's a so, brilliant strategy. So you're saying two was, sets, two sets of brothers. It was more than just a crime family.
1: It was it was a, it was a, it, you know it, it was an atomic family okay. that, that that was also involved as well, and that made it that insulated it much like you know the IRA uses guys from the three people that know each other and mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, and that's why you can that you don't get penetrated and they don't turn on each other most of the time. What do you think of Frank Sharon's claim? Uh, it makes sense. I mean, he's clearly he was there. We, we all knew even before he talked to Charlie that he was Hoffa would not go anywhere without him. He was Hoffa's chief protector. Big, tough, I mean, and willing to kill. So, yes. And Hoffa, the reason he was there that day was to ensure Hoffa's safety.
0: And the reason Hoffa died is because they got to him. Now, when you went out to the house the first time, it right. uh, must have been February 2004. Right. Uh, freezing in Detroit. <laughs> we know all about the house. We know mm-hmm. who owns the house because right, right. in, in, in investigative journalism, you do property searches. You That's get right. every record you possibly can. Right, right. We knock on the door, and uh, uh, Rick Wilson, who owned the house at the time, would not open the door. He said, uh, "Slip your business card in with the cell phone." So I, right, I right. we, we go out. It's cold. We sit in the car just like a movie with the right, two right. cops, you know, mm-hmm. or Dumb and Dumber or whatever <laughs> we are. And I'm like, you know, if, 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 right. if this guy doesn't call, we're dead. It's not going to happen. Cell phone rings. It's uh-huh. it's Rick Wilson. Walk up to the door, opens it up. He says, I, my wife's home, she's nervous, come into the van. And he had a van and, and, right. and we, he's, he's like 250 pounds, wonderful man, yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful man. And we we sat down in the van. He's it's He had like the semicircular couch in the back mm-hmm. and he leaned forward. Well, first of all, we said, uh, we're here from Fox News. We believe something of historic nature happened in your house on the right. foyer. We'd like to examine the floor. Mm-hmm. And he says, gentlemen, I know why you're here. Are you here because of the dead body in the basement? Right. <laughs> what did you think? I knew I was going to be digging all night, <laughs> <laughs> and it I was. was. It was stunning. Yeah. I mean, it was. We're like thinking this is the house that Frank Sheeran says he right. killed Jimmy Hoffa, and the owner of the house just told us there's a dead body in the basement. Right. So we said, "Well, we don't believe we don't have evidence of a dead body, but we'll find out." Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm thinking, and we said, "We said, don't tell our wives." We didn't right. tell anybody that weekend, came back, and right. I went to Home Depot and got the trolls and the suits and the things uh-huh. for us to dig. Right. And I'm thinking, good fellas, what would you do if you put a body in, uh-huh. build a cinder block wall, right. and, and that would be a tomb. And we'd, we'd go yeah. down the stairs, and there was the, there's a wall. Uh-huh. With You open a little door, and there was like, it looked right. like dirt, which could have been a mound. Yeah, a mound, of, it, right. It looked right. just like a grave. A grave mark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And you dug down. Yeah, for all night. And uh, there was nothing there. Yes, there was nothing there. Does but it make sense to you that he would have been buried in the no, house? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. Clearly, and that's the other fascinating thing about when you when you you realize this is such a close knit New Jersey operation, right? That um, they never let that body out of their sight. They never let anybody from another crime family near it. Nobody knew where the killing was going to be. All right, and uh, and they. Did they take the body yes I can tell you from from people that I talk to is that Dan Maldia is partially right the, it was put in a drum it was driven back to New Jersey but from what I hear from people who used to be Provenzano's superiors that it was it was taken down to just outside of Atlantic City to a chicken farm shredded and mm-hmm. both the, uh, the the body parts and the barrel and the shredder were then taken out. And thrown out the sea. And it's fascinating because if you think about this, right, this all happens. Hoffa disappears, what, 2.30 is when he's there. The murders by three. People don't get worried until later in the night, yeah. okay? Meanwhile, they just pop this the, the, the thing in the back of a truck and drive straight. That's a 15-hour drive. So by the time people get worried, then you've got the whole night sleeping where you can't call mm-hmm. anybody. Um, by the time they get the jersey, it's it's already it's sun up. There's no alarms, there's nobody looking, the all points bullet hasn't gone yet. And then they get there, shred it, get the small boat, take it a couple of miles offshore, and that's it. So now again, perfect crime. You don't there's not gonna be a body somewhere to dig up. There's not gonna be anybody else that knows. There is no other evidence that anyone can find, except if you penetrate the Brugoglios and the Andrettas, or
0: Tony Tony broke flips, or, but what's was never going to happen. Yeah. But that was it. Yeah. And, and Andretta, as I said, it, it took the fifth in 1975 as yeah, yeah. declining a request for an interview. Mm-hmm. And what you just said is fascinating because in our program, you know, uh, Jeff Hansen, former law enforcement officer – Believes that he was cremated in the only crematory right. in Detroit, 1975, right. which is very close to the house. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Sharon said he was told "dust to dust," that it, that meaning maybe he was cremated. Yeah. But your sources are saying that actually, yeah.
1: no, uh, he made it to New Jersey. He made it in the barrel, and 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 they still talk about it. I mean, there is. I mean, among the the, the, the old guys, because there's nothing. It's, it's hearsay at this point but and there's nothing to find is there any way do, do they get prosecuted or because it's hearsay it did, no, it doesn't no no, yeah. no 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 it's just like here's what happened and we all know it right and it came from you know again it came from the upper levels of the teamsters who were there at the time who were there dealing with them guys it's same as like you know little little Ralphie Picardo going yeah um he, he, there was no evidence except that Tommy Andretta told them stuff, right? Or Stevie, Stevie, Stevie Andretta. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that Stevie told them stuff, and uh, and that may or may not be
0: true, but it's not going to get you in the court. We believe Stevie died, by the way, of cancer in two thousand. Um, oh, okay. What did Hoffa mean in terms of his legacy and and this whole case? Uh, he's seen as the little guy. Others say, well, he did le- he let the mob into the union at the same right, time. Right. Uh, your feeling mm-hmm. is that he really was a, a union. Oh yeah, fighter for the little guy. Right. No, and more than that. Not yes. He really was. I mean, he look at what look
1: at what his accomplishments are. I mean, he, the central state's pension fund at that time was the largest amount of cash ever amassed, and it was all on the behalf of working guys. He could shut down the government. He was the only working guy in America. That could that that could challenge the presence in, in 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 the exercise of pure raw power. Shut down the country. Every truck pulls over, and at that stage, that was effective. He could have paralyzed the country. He could anything. Yeah. Um, and look, he he didn't become rich off it. He didn't. You know, he lived in that same little house. There's not. I mean, there's there's some elements that still need to look into that he had some deals on the side. But this was not. This was not a guy like. Um, you know the, the Koch brothers or anything mm-hmm. like that going to you know to take over. He, he and he spent a lot of time dealing with the workers, and you gotta and it's not the other thing you sort of have to remember is that the, that the takeover of the unions was. Um, the mob, the mob didn't. The mob filled the vacuum. Basically, what happened was the House on American Activities Committee and stuff like that. Not only were you, unions were basically the places where, where you know where workers' rights should have a well, that's the last thing America wanted at that point. Um, it's particularly, so the, there's 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 a amount the, the of legislation. But half, if you look at the, the, all the Red Scare in Hollywood and stuff like that, the most dynamic and important element was what it did to the union movement. It made if you were a, an effective union leader representing your man, you were also a commie, mm. and they were going to get mm-hmm. you out, whether you were or not. I mean, b- by and large, were you know you, you weren't a Republican, but you were, you know, I mean, you were trying to to, to 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 basically get a seat at the management table, and that's not something management has ever wanted. And if again, if you look at what happened once you started decimating the the Teamsters, and the, and and then the issue be, becomes you know the mob stuff, and yeah, the mob stuff's bad. But the mob, they were invited in. They were they came in through a vacuum. It wasn't like there was some, some great scheme or conspiracy. It was just, look, look at what the government's doing
0: to to the working guys. Do you think the state of unions in our country today would have been better if Jimmy Hoffa wasn't killed?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had a, that strong leadership and, 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 again, that pile of money – for lobbying stuff in those days, you don't have to have you know sort of fifty million or six hundred million dollars. In those days, you know, I mean, there was, the, the nature of the government was different. The lobbying was different. Could he have, could he have brought together the unions? I mean, again, he was forced out. He wasn't in the AFL CIO. But could there have been an agreement and, 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 and um, a sort of a, some sort of unity uh, uh, program put together to, to protect? Uh, uh, you know, because you got to remember, the Chamber of Commerce at that time basically said unionizing was a right. All right, that came out a little bit later. But, but by and large, what this was, you know, sort of post-World War II, what was supposed to happen? We fought in Europe. We're going to fight, you know, as, again, as workers here for what we, what we got. And it was the time of the greatest
0: prosperity we have ever known. And that was unions. It's it's seems to me, and this is may may not be a perfect parallel, but right. I often see the murder of Jimmy Hoffa as a touchstone in the decline of American unions, oh. and in fact, in the decline of our industrial base, mm-hmm. when foreign autos started to take over and, and out outsell uh, right. domestic autos, when you see the state of many plants now in Detroit right, and, right. and other areas in the Rust Belt of our country, yeah, uh, and it's sad. Oh, it's and it's, it, a, it's a tragedy. Is a, this is a sad tragic story actually not just right. of Jimmy Hoffa right. but of the decline of a of an of important backbone element of this country right. that created the American century yep. that helped us beat the Nazis by mm-hmm. building the b-24 liberators in right. Willow Run and, mm-hmm. and the whole industrial might of our country was based in Detroit it right. came out of that city right and in a way it started to decline. With the murder of Jimmy Hoffa,
1: it does. There's, you don't see any other. I mean, Walter Ruther's still around, but you, you and, and with the auto workers, but you don't. Yeah, you don't see the guy that's going to go up. And look, every union battle, right, was every a union unionization, every u, union organizing was a battle. And scabs come in, they put on that high it was. So you know, I mean, Walter Ruther's not exactly like <laughs> in that in that ilk, yeah. but certainly Hoffa was, and 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 he sort of knew how to, you know, sort of um if you're going to play that way I, I play that way and he did it very very successfully he had alliances He did yeah with 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 you know all with, with thugs sure um but it worked <laughs> and and at that point yes the, the you know the, the the best music came out of Detroit when everybody was working yep. the best i mean you you, you look at what what I, that was Low the, town, the the wow. in me yep. of, of 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 america and the, you know the the, the the south came up and mm-hmm. workers came in from there and filled in the the spots it was it was it was a glorious time now we went to the house and yeah. we found the blood pattern uh uh Right. Well, that's the thing. When we sat down and said, "Or oh, we do this," and I said, I, no, no, "There's only one way to do this. There's, there's, there's a you know, there's a half a body scare every every mm-hmm. year, right?" And I said, "If this is the way, there's mm-hmm. going to be some blood," and we do a luminol test. Um, and that was more just to be sure. I mean, I wouldn't we couldn't go. I, I wouldn't want to go ahead with a story without that. If
0: he's killed in a hallway and there's no there's no blood or anything like that. Um, yeah, no proof. That was their feeling was that yeah. here's a claim. How mm-hmm. can we advance the story? How can we actually solve? Can this sure. actually be solved? How do we think of investigative next level? reporting?
1: Right, right. Yeah. Right. And then I got the, the Michigan State Police. Uh, the Michigan, there's a, there's a group of ex-Michigan state policemen yep. who, 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 who do these tests and who are forensic experts and they came in and, and we worked the night, you know, we, we dug up the floor, we found the slots. you can see the, you know, the aluminum. And for that, that was enough of a confirmation, especially because it, I mean, everything followed the, 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 the allegation that Sharon made, the blood pattern big in the hallway and right through the door, which is where the gunshot would have been. There would have been stuff on the floor and more likely he would have walked onto a tarp where they they try to hold the blood and stuff like that but you got the dripping pattern out to the back door we know you know the the way that house was set up you know, that body's yep. not going to be – you, you either bring in the barrel or, and, and, and stuff like that, but it's right into the truck Yeah, Frank, and you're gone.
0: Frank said he uh went – uh, he walked behind Hoffa, Hoffa turned around to grab the door. He shot him in the back of the head twice. Right, Head goes down by the closet where mm-hmm. we found most of that evidence. Right. And then seven drops going down the hallway where uh, the uh, so-called cleaners, the accomplices, dragged yeah. the body, he said. Or, that, or would have carried alcohol. the tarp. I think or you'd probably could, get spillage off that. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, you had
1: a bigger blood spill, especially – you know, again – it was 22 yep. so you don't get a lot of blood stuff you know I mean that, that,
0: that's designed for close range killing and not a lot of blood and and out the back door into the station wagon right. to, to whatever wherever but when we uh, the FBI tested 50 samples 28 are positive for the base their term is uh, the, the, the the potential or indications of blood because that's right, right. what you say from luminol yeah. and, and we did find blood our guys confirmed there was blood and there yeah. was a blood drop that they got the DNA that is is uh, matched to an unknown male. They don't know who it is. And right. another one that's, they say, largely inconsistent. I'd like to know what that means. Yeah. How, how much did they – do you think I, they – I mean, they should retest the blood now with the technology that they have I, the, now?
1: T- yeah, I mean, when, at that point, I, yeah, the technology was not there. I don't know exactly what the technology is right now. But if there's a chance of doing it, sure. So
0: retest the blood. Mm-hmm. Release the files, right. and do you think that this blood pattern that we found is the corroboration to Frank Sharon's confession? Uh, you
1: know, alone, it's not. But everything else, that he's there, yes. Is he the guy most likely to pull the gun? Does that match his stuff, even though you can't prove it? I mean, again, like, yeah, you could, you could, it, it would be pretty easy to make a, get a guilty verdict out of this. But it's not like... You know, one guy. You know, the one. It's it's not like Perry Mason where the, that that one little piece yeah, of element yeah. just blows the case apart. This is a compendium of of facts mm-hmm. that all point to Sharon, that all point to Bruguglio, that all point to Provenzano, um, and and point to 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 the, to the the crime becoming a way to get uh, you know for the, the New Jersey gang to get a uh, casino in Vegas and and finally the, the participants, mm-hmm. the the timing. I mean, and you know, and the art. The one thing we don't talk about is how the art of that murder, which is really pretty sophisticated and amazing. Uh, Sharon saying he he took a private plane from Port Clinton. Yeah, but even that he's, he fl- he he drives out Route eighty right yep. and is never leaving uh, Buffalo side. I, I, although eighty may not have been built then, but he no eighty was, was, in, uh, oh, it, was eighty was built then. Okay, it and was seven, in, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so, through the and you yeah. come you, and you you but also you stop at the restaurant and you mm-hmm. have a, a really public lunch. Yeah. Right? And that's, you, that's
0: Buffalino and his wife, and uh, Sharon and, and his, his wife, wife and her sister. Right, and you're there. And, and you're... Sharon leaves on says he
1: left on the plane. He gets on the plane five minutes up, goes to the car. Right, get in, the, reassure Hoffa. Hoffa's mad because mm-hmm. he's kept waiting. Um, five minutes down to the house, or what
0: is it, Seven minutes? What did we? what did we time? Yeah, we, I think we had like seven minutes. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you know, open the door. Oh, and that's today with more traffic. Let me, just, <laughs> let me just say that. All right. So it could have been faster back then.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah um yeah opens the door two shots gun drops sharon doesn't go in the house he doesn't get any blood on his feet and he doesn't do anything mm-hmm. like he just turns around um one of the guys in the car is waiting for him drives him right back to the airplane and he's back in you know literally the same amount of time i mean yeah, the, yeah i think the, the, uh, you wouldn't notice yes it i music. think he
0: said he drove himself back left to, left to dusty ford in uh, at the pontiac airport and he's gone and like that done three hours Gets in the car with. Well, that would back, be taking three
1: hours. That, if that's under, that's
0: under an hour. Well, the whole thing. I mean, we got to fly the whole operation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, from Port Clinton, uh-huh. goes back to Port Clinton at the diner, picks up uh, 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 Buffalino uh-huh. and 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 the women, and that's when the FBI later clocks them coming into Detroit, and that's their alibi.
1: Okay, so yeah, I mean, they, they pulled off the murder right under the nose of the FBI. I mean, yes, here, I mean, and I'm sure they. Te- if there, I don't even remember if there was toll receipts that you could have, uh, yeah. but I'm yes, sure, yes. I'm sure, I'm sure, the restaurant receipts from along the way would yeah. have told the same story too. We were together. There was four of us. Here's what time we were. You know, there was no cameras in those days, but mm-hmm. you can go back and 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 there's a way to make yourself sort of at least memorable yeah. in a hotel in a, and in a restaurant. And
0: when, when we were in Detroit in 2004, we found out through several law enforcement. Law right. enforcement sources, and mm-hmm. I have additional right. one mm-hmm. now. That yeah. the FBI was trying to get the book; they were trying to get to the house. Oh, awesome. yes, sir. Well, we were at the house. Okay. They found out we were at the house, yeah, and yeah. they were trying to get to the house. Right. Uh, I think basically to beat us. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and that was astounding. Uh, well, yeah, particularly because the FBI doesn't have a jurisdiction.
1: I mean, there's a murder case left that's not obstruction of justice it's not anything else like that i mean i can see the fbi sort of coming in and trying to trying to maintain the crime scene but they have no crime that that, that they can prosecute right what do you think is going to happen at the end um the whole case Um, look i mean what we're doing right now is basically wrapping the last pieces up as 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 people die as memories fade and as people we don't just sort of can understand the importance of it and uh and that's that's it. I mean, is, there's going to be no guilty plea. There's going to be no prosecution. There's going to be no. But bringing together the best information we have, this is the story that history should tell about Hoffa, unless something else much more, you know, I'm not, something comes along. But I, we've covered the basis. I mean, it's we know that we know the trial trial out. We know he showed up at when he showed up the man's shoes. We know when the murder, we know he took place. He comes back to the car. He he hooks up with Buffalino again. Um what um, there's there's not a lot of you know it's um, yeah there's not a lot of hard
0: questions that are that are that are really un, unsolved it's just unproved and and the way to finally get all this out I think right. re- release it all unredacted unless if there's, there's something new there yes yeah, there's yeah. something da- unless you put someone's life in, in danger right but that mm-hmm. to this day get it out uh-huh. retest the blood right so we can find out everything sure yeah Ed Barnes thank you Ed Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Check out all the other Riddle podcasts. You can also follow me on Twitter and Facebook. And just Google my name, put Frank Scherrin next to it, or Jimmy Hoffa, and you can see the other articles we've written. And you can keep up with my reporting on Fox News. I'm Eric Sean. Thanks again for Riddle, the podcast.